0: When the Greens won an historic number of Senate seats in last year's election, they proudly declared they'd drive the government to take stronger action on climate. While they begrudgingly supported Labor's emission reduction targets last year, the party is trying to put a stronger foot forward on safeguard mechanisms, another key bill to tackle global warming. They've told the government they'll support the safeguards, but with one big condition. Greens leader Adam Bandt is our guest this morning. Welcome back to Breakfast. Good morning, Patricia. You've given the government a choice. No new coal and gas or you'll block the bill. You've been accused of derailing the legislation, but what's the government saying to you? Are they willing to negotiate? Well, we've put on the
1: table an offer, not an ultimatum. Um, we've said we're prepared to compromise on a number of things. Um, we don't agree with the government's targets. We think they're too weak. We'll uh, prepared to put that aside. We don't agree with the use of offsets that allow big polluters to keep on polluting as long as they buy a few tree planting permits. We'll put that aside. We, we don't even really agree with using Tony Abbott's failed scheme to try and drive down pollution, but that's what the government wants to do. We'll put that aside. Um, we're prepared to compromise on a range of issues, but we want the government to agree to one condition. Stop making the problem worse. Stop opening new coal and gas projects. Now, it's a pretty straightforward proposition that is what the UN Secretary General, the world scientists, the International Energy Agency are all saying. You can't fix a problem mm. while you're making the problem worse. Okay. You can't put the put the fire out while you're pouring petrol on it. Yeah. And so we're putting it on the table in good faith, um, and it does involve us moving on a range of our issues, and it's really now up to the government to justify why it's so important for Labor to keep opening new coal and gas mines in the time of climate crisis.
0: You say it's an offer, not an ultimatum. I really want to drill down into what you mean by that because Labor has made it quite clear that that condition is too big a condition and not what they took to the election. So would you be prepared... ...to vote this down if they didn't meet it? Well, Labor doesn't
1: have a majority in the Senate. No, and no that's the why they're Senate talking to you. But
0: would you be prepared to right, walk away? That's right.
1: And so... I know Labor says that they uh, took a different position to the election, but they didn't win a majority in both houses of Parliament and so now people need to work together. Um, we're prepared to give a lot, but uh, I think on this this issue of opening new coal and gas mines, things have shifted. Um, we're seeing the fires, the floods, the droughts. Look at what's happening in New Zealand at the moment. Coal and gas are driving the climate crisis and we can't keep opening up new coal and gas mines. We're not asking The government, even though we have a different view with the government about how quickly we should move now, um, and we would prefer the government adopted our targets, we're not saying to the government, increase the carbon price or increase your targets, even though we would like that. We're saying, just stop making the problem worse. And I think it's a proposition that people would accept. Everyone is going to have to move a bit for this to get through the Senate. And the government is going to have to explain to its constituents, you know, Tanya Plibersek will have to explain to the people of Sydney. Um, Justine Elliott will have to explain to the mm. people of Richmond. Josh Burns to the people of McNamara. Why <laughs> Labor wants to keep opening new coal and gas let's,
0: mines. OK, you've just targeted a whole bunch of MPs um, uh, and, and who you know have uh, constituencies that are concerned about issues around climate Change So let's go to your constituency. Uh, are you going to repeat the mistakes of the past? I mean, you know, the Greens really carried uh, that decision of blocking the CPRS. Would you do it again?
1: Well, we have... Moved. We've moved significantly towards the government's position, even though we don't agree with it. And we've said we're prepared to shift. The ball is now in the government's court. It is up to the government now. All right, so to but they've already said they have
0: it, explained it, and, and and they'll explain it again. And I'll be speaking to Chris Bowen and pursuing him on that very question. But they say that condition is is too high a bar that you're putting on. So, are well, you willing to vote this legislation down? Well,
1: I think that's an untenable position for the government to take. And things have shifted, including since the election. At the election, Labor's vote went down the um the parties and the independents whose vote went up are the ones who said we want to take action on coal and gas since the election we've seen uh, we've had the uh, the climate summit where the the global climate summit where the UN secretary general has reiterated together with the international energy agency that to meet net zero goals we can't keep opening new coal and gas projects our pacific island neighbors have all said to australia very very clearly the key question for them is why are you wanting to keep expanding in coal and gas. Things have moved on. People have moved on. Labor needs to listen to the science, listen to what people are saying and understand. I think it would be electorally popular for them to say, look, we're, we're going to start taking action. We've reached a compromise, mm. but now we, we're not going to make the problem worse. And instead, we're going to start looking at a, um, a transition uh, out of coal and gas, sure. but it's going to start with not making the problem worse. But,
0: but if, if they're not going to meet that, are you willing to have this entire legislation fall over and 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 end with the status quo? I mean, well, look, that's not that's not a good outcome, is it? Well, we've been
1: clear, we're prepared to have good faith discussions with the government. We want to see climate action. But this key question of new coal and gas mines is proving to be a sticking point. And again, I come back to the point. Is what it just is just sticky Labor's justification? Or is it a deal
0: breaker for you? Would you actually well, if- stand on the side with the coalition and vote this down?
1: Well, the question is, Why is Labor prepared to let this whole thing fall over
0: and I'll ask because that, they want to open new coal and k- gas mines? K- to, I'll ask that to the Minister, but I'm asking you, would you be prepared to stand with the Coalition, like you did with the CPRS, on this issue?
1: Well, we've put forward a good faith proposal, and it's one that meets a lot of the government's conditions because we're saying very clearly, we'll pass the government's package tomorrow, with one one condition, and that is, don't make the problem worse. Stop opening new coal and gas projects. And so, really, um, the uh, the balls now in the government's court. We're prepared to continue the good faith discussions. We want to see um, real emissions reduction, but. I cannot understand why Labor is so intent on opening new coal and gas projects. I mean, these these coal and gas projects that they want to open, that they're yep. putting in their emissions projections, are massive, Patricia. Like They are massive. We're talking about 34 billion tonnes of pollution, 68 years' worth of Australia's pollution in those Northern Territory gas fields alone. Why does Labor want to open them up?
0: OK, two quick questions. We've got a minute left to the news, but I'm, I want to ask them still. This housing fund, you've asked for $5 billion, the government's five the government's five billion rather and the government's amount is five hundred million committed to social and affordable housing were you willing to compromise on that figure?
1: Well, again, it's, they're not even committing it. Um, the, the government is saying, take some public money, um, invest it in the future fund, gamble it on the stock market, and if it happens to make any returns in the year, they might put some in. There's uh, Last year, the, it lost money, and so that would have meant zero spent on uh, public and social housing. And they've put a cap on it. So even though the the crisis is getting worse, they've said, we're going to cap the amount we spend and we're not going to index it. So actually, it's a real cut in housing spending. Okay. So we've said very clearly that we want something done for for renters now, and we want more money spent on housing. Don't gamble it on All the right. stock market. That's not what we do with public schools and hospitals.
0: Just a 10-second answer. I know you can do it, Adam Bant. Do you think Phil Lowe should still resign?
1: Yes, Uh, uh, There are so many people who are hurting so much uh, because they were induced into uh, taking out or increasing their mortgages uh, because of what he said and there has to be some accountability and we can't keep driving this country towards a recession. People are hurting. Thank you
0: so much for your time. Thanks, Patricia. Adam Bandt, Greens Leader.
1: Getting in touch with ABCRN is easy.